Don't worry, friends. I am still here. I have gotten the messages, the emails to chief at ericdeemshow.com. I have gotten the emails, the texts, the messages through social media at Eric Deem Show. Never fear, never fear. I am still here. But I have been incredibly busy trying to come to terms with the fact that a lot of what I have been talking about is just depressing, especially on the Deems list, uh, as we used to do what I called the weekend review, and now we're going to do what I call the week wrap-up. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more about why that mental shift for me matters so much. But I have just been um, d- depressed is probably too strong of a word, but just uh, for the lack of a better one, depressed at the news coverage and what I see most often happening in social media around the world with a pandemic that by all accounts are over. What's not over is this continued perpetual kind of tyranny or tyranny-esque actions by folks in government trying to protect the the powers that grew out of uh, quote-unquote necessity. Um, you know, a year ago, things were a lot different than they are today. But for some reason, as we've always learned, uh, power, as it grows, it rarely contracts. And just seeing the vitriol with which people are talking to one another, brothers and sisters, uh, around the globe. We're all in this thing together, and we've we've got to keep that in mind. So I want to take uh, just a moment to have kind of a leveling conversation with you. Um, it's been a while. I, I've, you know, we took some time off this summer, and that time was so refreshing and so wonderful. Uh, it, it reminded me of uh, just a lot of things. One, how much I love the people around me, and uh, two, how much I love this country and especially the patriots who have fought and died for us uh, over centuries, and especially those that are still continuing to fight the good fight, even those I don't necessarily agree with. And that's a critical piece that we're going to talk about here in a minute. So I'm coming to you from a super secret location. We're recording this. Um, I think I'm, well, in northern Alabama. I'm allowed to say that. Actually, I'll tell you the city. It's Huntsville. Uh, as you, many of you know, real estate is um, my daytime focus. Uh, it's how I pay most of the bills. Although, uh, as you continue to tune in to the Eric Deem Show and uh, keep the correspondence going, we're hoping to grow this. I do have a team that's helping me brainstorm ways for us to kind of grow the footprint of the Eric Deem Show. But, you know, the last several months, actually, I'd say the last three to four months, uh, there have been a lot of kind of internal dialogues about what we want it to look like. I don't just want to be another another voice. And I, I, I know what you're saying. Eric, you're not. And I get your messages, and I appreciate that. My goal isn't just to be another conservative or a Republican, a voice on the right, uh, just talking. And um, I know what you're saying. You're not that. Most of those voices are just rage-filled, not interested in hearing the other side. Uh, absent of any empathy. I hope that as you listen to the episodes that we put out, you understand there is actually a pursuit to knowing the truth. And this idea of logic being applied and the virtue of empathy being embraced. 
See, I don't show up to the conversation thinking that I'm right. Now, I believe that I am until I'm not. I believe that uh, as I'm sliding, as I say, some of you have commented on this one before, as I slide down the banister of life, as splinters of truth continue to poke me in the rear, I'm going to let that be heard. And I would hope that everybody is in that boat. I know some people aren't. They've built um, a media empire or are starting to get notoriety by being a caricature of themselves instead of being somebody that's willing to uh, admit when they were wrong or even admit the fact that they might be. But, I mean, come on, we're all human, right? I would hope somebody isn't actively showing up and, and acting out on something that they know is wrong or saying something and spouting something off that they actively know is wrong. And you're never going to get that here. I am authentically and vulnerably me. Eric S. Deems. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, you know I'm a real estate guy, so Huntsville, I, something I find very amusing about the friends that I have and even some family in Huntsville, um, they're from Huntsville. They're not from Huntsville, Alabama, despite it being Huntsville, Alabama. If you know anything about the history of Huntsville and how it grew, especially uh, post-war era, there's a lot, there's just an influx. More PhDs there, I believe, uh, certainly more rocket scientists there than anywhere else in the world on a per capita basis. This elevated culture, um, this belief that, uh, yeah, we're going to have the arts in public schools and they're going to be great. And... um, and that's been neat to explore in, in certain places there. But uh, nonetheless, um, I, I appreciate those of you sticking with me despite this busy season. I mean, there is so much going on in my day-to-day uh, on the real estate front. Um, but progress is being made. We'll be able to... <laughs> some of my uh, PE friends out there, private equity friends, you're thinking, yeah, this is one step closer to us doing the radio station roll-up. It would just go by all these failing radio stations and then put these dulcet tones out there to tickle the ears of everyone. Won't that be great? Well, you gotta have, you got to have revenue in order to pursue the dream. So um, thank you for sticking with me. As always, you can reach me, chief at ericdeemshow.com. Keep the dialogue going. Many of you do that. And on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Eric Deem Show. Okay, let's get to what used to be the Week in Review and is now called our Week Wrap-Up. I got so, uh, again, the word depressed and just let down. Maybe that's a better way of phrasing it. Let down by how the news of the day, uh, every day, I mean, when you look at what's happened just since this administration took over and you look at how many um, ships are sitting out uh, just trying to get into port. Um, some would jokingly say that Biden has now had his own boat parade. Remember, Trump was having several of those, with the Trump flags, and, and going, well, Biden's had his boat parade, and yeah, they're all uh, container ships parked, not able to get into port because of just the complete disarray that has happened in our supply chain over the last year. A lot of which I think we can point to government overreach, at the state, local, and federal levels, um, you know, and we can we can dive into uh, the government's role in that, from paying people to stay home, from forcing private businesses to close. Uh, when incentives aren't aligned, problems occur, 
And just kicking the can down the alley doesn't solve the problem. And so it eventually will catch up to us, and that's where we are. Uh, I firmly believe that. And it's not going to get solved anytime soon because a lot of these problems have compounded upon themselves. So I got so tired of just constantly having to <laughs> report the bad news. I thought, man, I don't... We can review. Well, I want a way for us to be able to take what happened here and for us to move forward. So I've changed it to the week wrap-up because, to me, that's where you're able to take everything that occurred in your week, wrap it up in the paper of your choice, put the bow on top, and treat it as the gift that it in fact is. Because all of our experiences, everything we encounter, good, bad, indifferent, is a gift because it teaches us something. The people we encounter on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, the misfortunes that happen around us or to us, the great experiences, those moments that flood our soul with gratitude, those are gifts all wrapped up together. That's who we are. So the ability to look back on a week of events, your own events, my events, if it's the Eric Deem show, as you know, it's anything I deem important, nothing else. I want to look back at the week and find those things that created that gift for me. Some in the news, some personally, business, what have you. And so the week wrap-up to me is a much better way to summarize a week, in my opinion. Because, as you've heard on other episodes, when I've talked about how I structure my day and how I prepare for meetings, I'm trying to give more practical, kind of common sense, the, the, the Midwestern pragmatism that, is, that fuels this, this podcast, it fuels me. There's this idea that I show up to the day and I happen to the day. The day doesn't happen to me. And so I guess... The issue I was running into was this juxtaposition of my own internal beliefs of I happen to the day, I happen to the week, and then I would show up here behind the microphone and tell you how the week happened to us. I didn't like it. So we're making changes. So moving forward, the Deems list, still anything I deem important, nothing else. And listen, if you don't like it, that's fine. Don't tune in. Start your own podcast so that you can deem whatever is important over there. But for me and my podcast, uh, we will speak what's on my mind. And so the week wrap-up will be the Deems List moving forward. Before I let you go, I just have to bring up three things that matter to me and matter to this podcast moving forward, and I hope gives you something to think about moving forward. One, number one, common decency doesn't have to leave our dialogue. Let me say it again. Common decency doesn't have to leave our dialogue. Let me start by saying an important thing to remember is where the dialogue is taking place. The best form of dialogue is with somebody face-to-face, -face, having a true conversation. Emotions are there. You can see what's happening. No masks, literal or proverbial. Just completely vulnerable, authentic 
dialogue where you're able to say, this is, this is what's happening, this is what I believe. And don't be afraid of difference. We've talked about it, iron sharpens iron. So a man sharpens the countenance of his friends. A little bit of friction is okay, you're getting sharper. So long as it's iron coming with iron. It doesn't mean that one grinds the other. No, it sharpens the other, they sharpen one another. So if you're in dialogue or relationships where one is grinding the other, maybe you're the one grinding, or maybe you're the one being ground up, that's not healthy, that's not good. Set boundaries, have a conversation. And if you can't, well, think about, think about your circle. Think about who you're talking with. There's something to be said about uh, casting pearls before swine, as I learned growing up. Some people just aren't ready to hear it. And I know you want to evangelize. <laughs> you you want to have the, the conversations about the things you're learning and the, the lights that are illuminating around you or the, the science that you're gaining. Um, in this world where people get to choose their own facts and <laughs> folks with Facebook accounts suddenly get to uh, overrule entire generations of thought... At the same time, in a world where Big Pharma owns, I mean, all you have to do is look at the commercial breaks in any of our news broadcasts. Big Pharma is at least half, if not more, of those paying for the advertisements. You've got to have a discerning eye and a discerning mind no matter where you're looking these days. But that still doesn't mean that common decency has to evaporate. The golden rule, right? No, not the one that we all work by. The one with the gold rules, no. No, the golden rule. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Don't you want people to talk to you with common decency? I, I bring this up because I've had some very interesting and heated exchanges um, through direct messaging from listeners, from people who are just trolling and whatnot. And thankfully, I, I've been around the world long enough to know that Letting things flow off your back like water on a duck's back is healthy and helpful. And thankfully, I have a strong core group of close inner circle people, friends and family, that I can have meaningful, true dialogue with. Um, but I am increasingly becoming aware of those who don't have that. And thinking that dialogue is happening in texts and in social media DMs is not the answer. So, I just want to leave you with that one. Number one, two more, and we'll be out of here. Common decency doesn't have to leave our dialogue, despite how heated and how passionate we may become on a particular topic. Thought and diversity is the spice of life. Variety is the spice of life. I say diversity of thoughts, the spice of conversation. Keep the conversation going. And it's okay if you don't agree with somebody. And it's okay if they don't agree with you. You can still have mutual respect. Number two, sarcasm and comedy must be protected. One, uh, laughing is better than crying most times. And given the state of the world, the comedians are the ones that give us the levity to be able to continue to thrive and move forward. Trying to cancel the Bill Mars of the world or the Dave Chappelle's of the world, that's not the answer. We need comedians, especially those two, 
who aren't willing to be silenced by corporate interests or influential guests or others. People that have been saying it like it is, according to their belief system and virtues. And by the way, you don't have to agree with them to still protect and support them. That's, that's the thing to remember. So number two, sarcasm and comedy must be protected. One, so that I can continue to show up here and use sarcasm, wit, and uh, just some fun banter back and forth. As I know most of you get, some of you probably not, uh, but that's okay. Those are the folks from, from Barlow Vincent tuning in, and, and that's okay. Don't worry. Uh, stick with it. It'll, it'll come to you. Uh, those of us from Belpre can, uh, are always here to help. Number three, resist the boxes. And this is probably the most important thing. Left versus right. Democrat versus Republican. Sinner versus saint. You know, when social media first came out, it, you were filling out, you know, when Facebook came out, right? The, the, the goal was you're going to fill out the about section and you're going to check this. And, oh, I, I am a male. I am a female. I, I'm into whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm a conservative. I'm a Republican. I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal. I'm libertarian. Yeah. We all just raced to let them put us in boxes and then now curate content around the boxes. Let's extrapolate that out a little bit further. Now when somebody has a question about, let's say, vaccines, whether you're vaccinated, whether you're not, whether you have antibodies, whether you don't. And yes, I'm talking about COVID vaccines. What I find interesting is folks are so quick to race and try to throw people into boxes. Because I know so many people on every point on the political spectrum, from left to right, that are either vaccinated or not vaccinated. Some with medical exemptions, others who have the COVID antibodies. And these are, I mean, we're talking several, several people. I mean, I know folks who have gotten one shot, didn't get the second, or have gotten both shots but are still now questioning the boosters. And... It doesn't make them, I mean, if we follow the same logic, then you would think that they're anti-vax because they're not getting the booster. No. Similarly, all of us, everybody that I at least know, you know, going to school, elementary school growing up, or when you're born, you start a, a, a vaccine regimen, or when you want to travel to another place in the world, you get vaccines. Having honest dialogue about something that didn't exist more than a year ago, but now suddenly has been raced to be used. I'm not saying science isn't real. I'm not even saying that there isn't positive effects to what's happening. What I'm saying is, just because somebody has a question doesn't mean they should be lumped. Oh, they're a anti-vaxxer, a, tr a trumper, which by the way, Trump told his entire... <laughs> Every time he speaks, he tells his group, to the crowds, to get vaxxed. Yeah, sometimes they boo him. But, uh, again, another example of not getting shoved into a box. Nuance is what I'm really saying. Nuance is hard because it requires people to think. It requires for us to bring reason and uh, many levers to push and pull, 
many inputs, you might say. And it's a lot easier to just say black or white, left or right, yes or no, than it is to live in the gray. And the majority of all is in the gray. Nothing is simple. Everything is complex. The question really is for us, do we want to dive deep or do we just want to stay on the surface? Do we want to live the life of a simpleton or do we want to be thoughtful, reverent, preserving common decency, sarcasm and comedy so that we can laugh and not have to cry and resist the boxes? Let me know your thoughts. I always enjoy hearing from you. Chief at ericdeemshow.com.